Welcome to Man Up on IO Catholic Radio, a show dedicated to helping men grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. We are broadcasting on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and heard around the world. Streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. I am Joe Stopulis, alongside with Father Zach Kautsky. Today we are excited to be joined by one of the great teachers in the church today, Jeff Cavins. And we're going to discuss the topic of his new book, When You Suffer, Biblical Keys for Hope and Understanding. The Bible assures us over and over, it is not an if you suffer, but a when you suffer. How you respond to that suffering, to those trials, to those tribulations, that is what makes all the difference. As a husband, father, brother, son, I know suffering is going to happen in many different aspects of my life. The Bible is full of wisdom to help us deal with that. Jeff Cavins will help us to unpack it and how that can help us in our own lives in five minutes. Father Zach, would you please open us up in a word of prayer? Great to see you, Joe. Great to be here. Let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, you bring light to the darkness in our life, the darkness in the world. We ask that you would help us to use this day to your greater glory and honor, that you would help us to bring your light to those most in need of hope. And at the end of the day, we ask for the grace to be able to thank you for all the many blessings you've given us. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, you as a priest in your pastoral position have a unique view on suffering. You get to experience it in many different ways. And Could you elaborate specifically on the experiences you've had as a priest when it comes yeah. to suffering? Yeah, well, I've been a priest now for about six years, and it's amazing and humbling to be able to walk with people when they are in the midst of suffering, whether it's death, whether it's illness, whether it's being laid off from a job or maybe just loneliness, you know, there are a lot of people that are lonely. So whatever that suffering is, it's a privilege as a priest to be able to walk with those people in that. And and one of the questions that people always ask is, why am I suffering? You know, why? And they want to be able to point to uh, just one particular reason or have kind of like that pat answer. But the, the problem is that there's no easy answer. Uh, what we have to do is look to Jesus because he is the really the answer to every question that we ask, every question of our heart. And so uh, we have to first look to Jesus uh, when we are in the midst of suffering and realize, first of all, we're not alone. You know, a lot of people think they're alone. Yep. And uh, secondly, I think to realize that Jesus knows what it means to suffer. In fact, he, as a human being, fully human, fully divine, experienced suffering in a greater way than any of us uh, could have imagined, especially at the crucifixion, you know, the psychological, spiritual, physical suffering he endured is greater than any other human being has experienced. And there's no better tool for us or no better vision than us than Christ crucified, right? If you're suffering, just that's why it's so important to have crucifixes in your house, in your office, in your work. You can always turn. A, you should have them just because you know how much Jesus loves you through that act, but especially in times of suffering, having that vision of Christ did this for me, I can get through this. Father, we're going to talk today about biblical keys for understanding suffering. Do you have any specific Bible verses you turn to or anything that you, you like more than others in times of suffering? I do, and there's a, a verse that came up actually in the Liturgy of the Hours uh, the other night, which I really love, and it's in the 
in evening prayer, and it's First Peter, First Peter one verses six to nine. And the reading says, "There is cause for rejoicing here. You may, for a time, have to suffer the distress of many trials, but this is so that your faith, which is more precious than the passing splendor of fire-tried gold, may, by its genuineness, lead to praise, glory, and honor when Jesus appears." Although you have not seen him, you love him, and without seeing, you now believe in him and rejoice with joy because you are achieving faith's goal, your salvation. So again, just that, uh, to realize that we are more precious, our faith is more precious than any worldly thing uh, here and and just get, kind of gives me hope, you know, this reading from First Peter. Well, and how many times, especially in the epistles of Paul, are are we told to rejoice in our sufferings? I mean, the, mm-hmm. all those early apostles saw it as an opportunity to spread the word of, of, of God when they could be, when they could suffer for the faith. And so, obviously, if we can mirror that, say, "Hey, you know, I know I'm suffering, but this is just helping me unite with Jesus and His suffering," yeah. and find benefit out of that suffering, how much better we all are. And again, because yeah. we go, we're going to experience it, right? Yeah. So, the better we can uh, learn to suffer well. Uh, the better we'll be able to take those challenges and those sufferings in our life and overcome them. So we're going to head to a short break, and when we return, Jeff Cavins will be with us to talk about this exact topic. So stick around, and we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting at 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Heard around the world streaming online on iowacatholicradio.com and on smartphones everywhere via the TuneIn radio app. I am Joe Stopulis alongside my co-host, Father Zach Kautsky, and we are excited to be joined today by Jeff Cavins. Jeff is recognized both nationally and internationally as one of the most effective and engaging speakers in the church today. After 12 years as a Protestant pastor, Jeff returned to the Catholic Church under the guidance of Bishop Paul Dudley. His conversion story is chronicled in the best-selling book, My Life on the Rock. He received his M.A. in theology from Franciscan University of Steubenville. And he has been a leading figure in the Catholic media for over two decades and has appeared as a host or guest host on Catholic radio and television hundreds of times. I personally have been through three of his different Bible studies, and I'm actually currently going through another one for a second time. Uh, so I'm an enormous fan of his work. Jeff and his wife, Emily, reside up just north of us in Minnesota with their three daughters. Jeff, welcome to Man Up. Thank you. Good to be with you, Joe. Uh, we're thrilled to have you today. And the subject of the conversation is Finding Joy in the Midst of Suffering. It's based on your new book, uh, When You Suffer, Biblical Keys for, under- for Hope and Understanding. But before right. we dive into into suffering specifically, let's talk about, and obviously my background with you is through the Bible and knowing the Bible, I want to talk about the importance of the Bible. You mentioned in your book, Biblical Keys to Understanding, you are very, obviously, you're a scholar of the Bible. And I want to talk real quick, before we jump into the Biblical Keys for Understanding Suffering in the Bible, a broader stroke on understanding the Bible. I'm a man, I'm married, I've got three kids. How can I possibly, with my busy life, get to know and understand the Bible? Well, it, it's a it's a process, you know, and uh, more than a process, it's a relationship, a relationship with God. And uh, Scripture, uh, accurately understood, is not just a piece of literature. It's not just another book, but it's really a it's a it's a record of God revealing Himself, His heart, 
in his plans, in words and deeds. And we can come to know God in a number of ways, through creation, through our own selves, the longing of the heart, and through reason. But we hit a barrier, and there comes a point where God has to divinely reveal himself to us, and that's what he does in in Scripture. And so that is the that is the source. If you really want to get to know God in his heart, in his ways, you, you really have to become a student of Scripture. And, uh, and that starts with, uh, like any other relationship, just a beginning. And uh, in the Great Adventure Bible Study, we try to teach it in such a way that if you've never read the Bible before, you're going to get it. You're going to get it in short order, and then you can begin to build and go in more more detail the longer you walk in that relationship. Yeah, I, I would make a plug on that. If you haven't done the Great Adventure Bible Timeline, I can't encourage you to do it enough. It is an unbelievable source of understanding uh, and helping you to then grow by yourself uh, having an understanding of the Bible. So it's a great foundation. So it's a, a good start. And, you know, I think the important thing, Jeff, is just to take time, right? That's an important thing, too, is just taking time to do it. Uh, yeah, and and that's the next step is, is just and yeah, don't be afraid. Just just uh, jump in and uh, begin to read and begin to talk to God. And it's always good to go through a formal study like the Great Adventure. But the, the important thing is begin, get a Bible, and actually start. Yep, and then don't get don't get scared when you get to Levit- Leviticus, right? That's the next, okay, it's next <laughs> first time around, skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you get tremendous knowledge of the Bible and a great grasp on, on so many topics. Why did you decide to dive into the topic of suffering? Well, that, that's a good question. <clears throat> the reason that I, I chose that topic is because uh, I had to come face-to-face with it myself uh, about 12 years ago, and I had a, a C6-7 in my vertebrae just uh, split and over a nine-month period, and really landed me in serious pain for about nine nine months or so and during that time i you know of course was learning and studying and my good friend scott Hahn and i were talking about suffering quite a bit and it really forced me to go beyond teaching it into applying this idea of redemptive suffering because we as catholics believe that we can offer up our suffering in union with christ and that it has value eternal value and it can actually impact other souls well that was it was easier taught than done in my life, and uh, so that's what that's what really got me interested. Because up until that point, my life had been pretty suffering free, and uh, and it forced me to, to to face the issue. Plus, you know, speaking around the world and doing television and radio, I was constantly learning about stories of people who were going through tremendous suffering, and there was something about those people when they were in union with Christ, it was very beautiful and very attractive. And, and I wanted to know that secret of the Trinity uh, of uh, expressing love through, through suffering. That's great. You're listening to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio, and today we're joined by Jeff Cavins, and we're discussing the topic of finding joy in the midst of suffering. You mentioned offer it up, and I think a lot of us as Catholics have heard that term, and I'm not saying it's it's outdated, but I know that that was definitely, in my mom's generation, that was uh-huh. a term that was used oftentimes. And I think I, I think it's an important thing. I think the finding an understanding around it is better than just saying, I offer it up. You, you picture some, <clears throat> some nun just slapping and you say, offer it up. How would you explain the concept to Catholics who use the expression but don't fully understand uh, its meaning? Well, I'll give you the quick quick synopsis. <clears throat> you have 
uh, in the area of suffering, if you're going to understand the meaning of suffering in your own life, it first starts with understanding the meaning of suffering in Christ. And the question really isn't, why did we suffer? But the real question is, why did he suffer? Uh, I can understand why I have suffered, but, but Jesus, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, why did he suffer? And the quick answer to that is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and God redeemed us, he purchased us, uh, he dealt with original sin and brought us into a covenant relationship with the Trinity, and he did this by utilizing suffering. And it was physical suffering, but also what St. John Paul II calls moral suffering, which is the suffering of the heart, the, you know, the emotions and that, that, or that hurt inside. And so he, you know, he purchased us through suffering. So his suffering in the cross has, has infinite meaning attached to it. It is the source of grace, the source of life, and from that cross we, we also receive the fruit of the cross, which, which is the Eucharist. So, saying it very quickly, uh, Jesus' suffering has tremendous meaning, and he died for us. So then comes the question, well, if he died for us, then why would I have to suffer? And the it really, it's not why do you have to suffer. It's why do you get to? Why do you why do you get to participate in the suffering of of Christ? And the answer to that is uh, is that we are the body of Christ. And not only are we saved through the graces of the cross, but as the body of Christ, our role is not just simply to receive, 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 but it really is to participate with Christ as the body of Christ. And so everything in his, in his uh, uh, messianic mission, prayer, uh, suffering, uh, encouragement, healing, uh, even dying, every aspect of his messianic mission he shares with his body, the church. So we do intercede. He is the one intercessor, but we intercede for others. He is the healer, but we uh, in the church have the sacrament of healing. Uh, he is the judge. We'll also be participating in that. But he suffered for the sins of the world. And St. Paul says in Colossians one twenty four, we are going to participate in that also. But it even gets better. We get to even die to ourselves <laughs> as he died, and we rise with him. So there is nothing in his messianic mission that we don't participate in, and that that Joe is a is is contrary to a very American television gospel, which says if you believe in Jesus, everything's going to go just dandy. Yeah, that's how I was. That's how I was taught. I thought that everything was supposed to be fine, Jeff. What happened? <laughs> what, what happened is they must not uh, have read. They must Adam, have read and, Adam and Eve sinned. <laughs> they didn't read your Acts study. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so what we get to, we get a chance to do, which is amazing, is we get to love as Christ loved by suffering. And we can actually offer that up in union, and that's what it means, offer it up in union with Jesus' suffering on the cross. And now, because we are in Christ, our suffering takes on salvific power, redemptive power. So we can either do, as uh, uh, Fulton Sheen once said, waste our suffering by you know, complaining and running and self-medicating, or we can participate with Christ, and in that, you're going to find a joy that you never knew before. You know, I, a hero of mine is Father John Ricardo, and he uses the term suffer well. Uh, right. I, I like I think that's beautiful. And, and you mentioned in your ministry, being around the country, talking to people who are suffering well. And, and I've obviously met people like this, too, and it's very inspiring to see people who 
truly unite themselves to the cross of Christ in their suffering. And the reason I go back to the Acts study, and just you hear of St. Paul and Peter and all these people rejoicing that they were able to suffer for the way, that they were, they were able to suffer for the cross of Christ. And I think, obviously, in our American view, we've lost that. You know, I think right. so many people, I, I believe the, the philosophy of the society today is maximize pleasure, minimize pain. Exactly. That's that's pretty much the American pursuit. So how do we as Christians then begin to evangelize, to relate to a culture that has a mindset that says, no, 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 I avoid pain, I maximize pleasure, that's the goal of life? Sure. Well, number one, we, we begin as, as Catholics, so we begin by participating in the suffering of Christ and start to live it ourselves and, and discover the, the joy of, the, of the loving like Jesus loved. And once you once you do that, as we mentioned earlier, your life becomes attractive, and you'll have the opportunity to share with people. There's really, there's really no shortcut other than explaining to people the meaning of Jesus' suffering and how we as a church work with him and participate with him. The, the big thing that we have to share with the suffering world is, is this. Your suffering has meaning, and what the world has discovered is that if you cannot attach meaning to your suffering— you can go into despair. But if you can attach meaning to your suffering, you can go through anything. And so our job in relationship to the to the rest of the church and to the world is to show them that, number one, all of life has meaning. And number two, that includes even your suffering. Jesus didn't just die for you to go to heaven and say, well, I don't have anything to offer you when, when it comes to your discomfort and, and pain. Uh, we can offer that up in union with him. But here's, the, here's the, the other side of the coin. We're also open to healing in our lives. And so whether we are healed or whether we suffer, either way, we are in Christ and he gets the glory. So we, we win in every situation. It's kind of like I have, I'm drinking a coffee this morning out of a cup that says, spoiler alert, and underneath it it says, Jesus wins. So, we're, we're you know we're 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 walking in that victory yep. as as modern day Christians. Yep, you're listening to Man Up on IO Catholic Radio, and today we're joined by Jeff Cavins, and we're discussing the topic of finding joy in the midst of suffering. And Jeff, I think oftentimes you know I've got two children currently, and I I, uh, I think of the labors my wife goes through, and those are big sufferings, right? That's a right. big suffering. And I think it's easier to kind of understand in that context of large sufferings like that. But how can we in our daily sufferings have redemptive suffering? I love the uh, the title, redemptive suffering, because that's really what it is. How can we do that in our daily sufferings? Well, we start with the very small things. Um, oftentimes when we talk about suffering, people immediately jump to loss of a loved one, loss of a child, cancer, amputation, brain damage. What you know, There's all these big-ticket items that are certainly serious suffering. But for most people, their suffering begins with what I would call a less-than-ideal day. And a less-than-ideal day is where uh, real life hits your ideal life and you don't deal with it really well. And the best way to practice for the big ticket items is to practice with those days where you just don't get everything the way you wanted it and it's those things that you can offer up in union with Christ and to say lord you know maybe maybe the day didn't go exactly the way i thought it was going to go but i'm i'm going to join you in all of my 
all of my discomforts and all of my misfortunes and all my letdowns, I'm going to give them to you, Lord, and you take that and, and take it and, and use it for your glory. And when you start to do that on a daily basis, uh, it becomes easier when more serious suffering comes down down the road. You know, it was Fulton Sheen who I quoted in the book, and he said that the ultimate fear of suffering is the fear of dying. And he said that uh, one of the reasons we are so fearful about dying, particularly in the West, is that we haven't practiced for it. It's a totally foreign thing. Mm-hmm. We haven't practiced for it. And we as, as Christians can practice dying by dying to ourselves, mortifying the flesh, not always insisting on our own way, so that when that ultimate day comes and we do pass on, we will have uh, been we have been able to look back on our life and look at many, 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 many smaller ways that we actually died to ourselves and uh, and live for Christ, and then ultimately. We are going to die, and we're going to be with Christ in heaven. And I think that's an important message for the men out there who are, you know, go to work every day, and they might not have great days at work, and, and whatever it may be. Those are little sufferings. And so I think for the men out there, that's an important thing. I know my my own life, whether it's suffering with, with getting yelled at by my children or coming home from a tough day at work, those are the sufferings that we can have uh, as men in today's society. Jeff, right. how, can, uh, how can our listeners find your book? Well, you can. it's uh, published by Servant, so at any Christian bookstore, uh, Catholic bookstore, you can find it, or uh, online at Amazon. Um, but it's called When You Suffer, and, uh, and it's when, not if, but yeah, when, exactly. when, when You Suffer. Point. Exactly. <laughs> Biblical keys for, for uh, hope and understanding. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. And again, thank you for your ministry. It's, uh, it's, it's wonderful, and it's helped change my life and the lives of so many other people uh, here in Des Moines and around the world. So, well, thank you for what you do, too. Yeah, well, we're, go- we're all going to suffer, Jeff. And on this side of heaven, that's how it's going to be. But by turning to Christ and the cross, we, too, can suffer well and participate in his redemptive suffering. So up next, we're going to have your 99-second homily with Father Zach. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio, broadcasting on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. I am Joe Stopulis, alongside Father Zach Kautsky. We just had a great conversation with Jeff Cavins on finding joy in the midst of suffering. Suffering will happen to all of us in our lives at many, many times. But by turning to Christ crucified, we can unite our suffering with his and learn to suffer well. Now for your homily in 99 seconds with Father Zach. John Paul II, St. John Paul II, was in third grade when his mother died. His only sibling and older brother died three years later. He discovered his father dead on the floor of their apartment. John Paul II, or Carol Wojtyla, was an orphan at 20. And so we know that throughout his life he continued to experience Uh, suffering. The Nazis overran his country. He did hard labor in a stone quarry. During the Nazi rule, many of his friends were uh, captured and and killed, some in concentration camps. Others were shot by the Gestapo for the crime of studying for the priesthood. They were seminarians. John Paul was run down by a German truck and nearly died, and when the Nazis finally left his home country of Poland, he and uh, he and his friends saw the church there being torn apart uh, by communism. At 60 years old, when he was pope, he was shot by 
an assassin in St. Peter's Square. And then we know that he had, toward the end of his life, Parkinson's disease, which uh, was a very debilitating disease to uh, render him physically incapable of of the grand gestures and the energy that he needed to be a Holy Father. But he continued on. He fought well at Good Friday uh, Stations of the Cross in 2005. You remember the image of him embracing the crucifix as he watched the the stations on live TV. And that was, to me, a, a very, very beautiful image just to see him embracing his cross and really bringing hope and joy uh, to so many people uh, through that simple act. And this is a guy who threw his pontificate, and the first words he said to us were, be not afraid, right? This is a guy who experienced suffering from the earliest of ages throughout his entire life, but was always so joyful. Every picture you saw of the guy was so joyful. Always smiling. Uh, and his message was always so full of hope. Uh, and I think that's something that we can all take away. Here's a man who, uh, I mean, has suffered like all of us and suffered more the, more so than many of us and continued through his relationship with Jesus, turning to Jesus, and as you just mentioned there, really uniting his suffering in a, a physical uh, and spiritual way with Jesus. Uh, and nobody, nobody I can remember has done it better than him recently. Yeah, I'd, re- I'd recommend to, to you if you want to learn more about... Uh, John Paul II and Suffering, he wrote On the Meaning of Suffering, it's called, On the Meaning of Suffering, and just a great, great, uh, I think, journey, faith journey, treatment of what suffering means and how we can suffer well and joyfully. Well, thank you again for joining us today on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. For Father Zach Kautsky, I'm Joe Stopulis. It's time to...